Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to three. episode three of Ballin' with Baldy. I'm your host, Dylan Lanier. Not freshly shaved today like I was last week, but that's another conversation for another day. But we have my boy, as always, co-host, Chris Knox. Chris, how you doing today? Hey, man. Every day a great day. Every day a great day. Chris, we're not alone today. Dang so isn't. We, ha- we are not alone. We have two of our closest friends, two people I'm happy to call brothers. Uh-huh. We have Angelo Getz. Thank you for having me. Squad! Squad! And we have uh, Kendarius Ragland, but he's also known as what a lot of people call him, KD. What's good? How y'all doing today, boys? How doing you good, boys doing? Doing fine, man. Man, I'm here. I'm alive. We all breathing, so we all doing good. You know exactly. what I mean? Uh, so we have a lot to talk about today. Let's get it. So I'm actually going to start off here and talk about... Something that's near, dear, close to my precious little heart. Uh, this upcoming Saturday, New South Pro Wrestling is going to host The Saga Continues in Hartsville, Alabama. Shameless plug in. Shameless plug. Very shameless. No, it's not shameless. I love it. I'm happy. Ah! Yeah. New South, The Saga Continues. We're holding it at the Hartsville Civic, or I'm sorry, the Spartan Civic Center in Hartsville, Alabama. Uh, doors open at 6.30. Pre-show is at 7.15, and the show starts at... 7:30. Now the card is subject to change, and every match that I'm about to tell you about could main event anywhere in the South, not just New South. No, no, no. That's not how you promote anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, boy. You're right. It is anywhere in the country. Anywhere in the country. Uh, first off, the Iron Bowl brawl. Yeah, the Iron Bowl brawl. Hey. Um. So the Iron Bowl brawl. Essentially, it's gonna be a two out of three falls match. The first fall consisting of a pinfall. Yep. Second fall consisting of submission. Yep. And if need be, the third fall as anything goes anywhere in the building. Team Alabama. So we can't take it. So they can't take it out on the street or nothing. I mean, they can do what they want. I mean, they're grown men, but. Hey man, let's do it. I want to see. We gotta call the cops or something. I want to see a street fight. Hey, Team Alabama will be consist of Dump Sanders, Dan. Just Dan. Just Dan. Does he wear overalls? No. He definitely don't wear Levi jeans. No. It's just Dan. Just Dan. Is just he Dan. Lieutenant? No. Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> just Dan. Does he have legs? Yes. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> and we, uh, along with that team, the heart of a champion, Johnny Lerman, P-Dog, Mike Posey, and a mystery partner, we have no idea who that's going to be, so we're looking to be surprised. And uh, Team Auburn, or as they like to call themselves, Team Hilburn, because, you know, yeah. bad guys, right? Uh, Lights, camera, and action. The mongrel, Britt Jackson. Bailey Blake. Cabana Man Dan. And Two Fly Tie. Cabana Man Dan? Cabana Man Dan, yes. I'm so confused right now. You should be. Why does he sound like somebody struggling to sound to solve a Rubik's cube? Well, see, Dan was once known as Cabana Man Dan, uh-huh. and then Cabana Man Dan, the fake one, uh-huh. who says he's the real one, okay. technically won the gimmick, or it like won the won won the rights to hold Cabana Man Dan. Man. So he sounds like a Dan almost flavor. Yeah, well, you know, things happen. Continuing on. All right. Uh, the Jungle Kings will make their return to New South, and they will be taking on the Wasted Generation. Should be a really good contest. Shout out to Sean Christopher mm-hmm. and Kevin Ryan. 
Uh, after that, Adam Priest will be taking on Chris Crunk. Oh, Lord. Here we go again. Chris Crunk, he's back. Inspired by Lujan. <laughs> hey. You can't tell me he wasn't. He's a good dude. He's a talented dude. Uh, Cassandra Golden and Danny Ferraro will be going in a con- going one-on-one. One of my favorite matches of the night coming up after that, or coming up in that night as well, Austin Theory taking on the current signed, sealed, and delivered briefcase holder, Tyler Matrix. Ooh. So that'll be a good contest. I'm, that's it's I've looking like that's it, dude. He's a talent, man. Uh, the Embra Baron Black will be taking on Leon Ruff in a grudge match of sorts, as the Monarchy has completely imploded. So we're gonna see what happens there. Like the Roman Empire. Hey, easy. And in the Ottoman Empire. Fair enough. Um, and then in the main event, the Steel Dragon Donnie Primetime will be challenging Jonathan Gresham, the octopus Jonathan Gresham, for the New South Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. Okay, he has to have like eight-something. Huh? He has to have like eight-something, bro. I mean... Uh, you, know, you don't get the nickname octopus, you don't have eight-something. I mean, he's just True. he's just flexible. He's... he's. Okay. I, I guess that's why they gave it. Maybe he has eight personalities. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Oh, I'd love to see that. He's a good, talented dude. He's the he's the world champion right now, but hey, he's got to be five. He he is pretty five. He got to be five. But that could come to a change this Saturday if Donnie Primetime can pull it off. So, like I said, guys, Hartsell, Alabama, Spartman Civic Center, this Saturday, November the seventeenth. Be sure to come out and enjoy the show. It's a really good show. Every match could main event across the world, as Chris corrected me. Exactly. But WWE who? <laughs> exactly my who? point. Nobody of, knows who they are. Ring of Honor who? So, now that we've talked about that, uh, I kind of want to get everyone else involved now. So, we're going to skip over a few things, and then we'll go back to what I was originally going to talk about. So, let's kind of start off with uh, some NFL news. dun 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 no, no, no. NFL news here it's to talk about. Yeah, they ain't gonna hear it. Exactly. Um, let's start talking about Des Bryant. Oh, who? Des Bryant. Des Bryant. Oh, the X Factor. Uh, the X Factor. Oh, he's a what? His Achilles now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he tore his Achilles. His now second day. Uh, Des Bryant, as you guys know that we talked about last week, and if you follow football at all. Uh, Des Bryant signed a one-year deal with the New Orleans Saints, and in the second day of practice, unfortunately, tore his Achilles tendon. On the last, on the last plate of practice at that. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, that was the case. Um, the last plate. If Des Bryant ever hears this, you know, prayers out to you. Exactly. I hope for exactly a speedy big, recovery. We know you're listening to this show, dog. Wish you a speedy recovery, bro. Throw up an X for the boy. All of us continuously threw it up at the same time, so that's wonderful. Um, but that's not. But to kind of like counteract that Des Bryant injury, um, the Saints went out and signed another veteran wide receiver. Somebody else who I think is another great fit. Another great fit, Brandon Marshall. And in Brandon Marshall's entire career, he's never played in a playoff game. But exactly. c- here coming up soon, you gotta think about it, with the way the Saints are playing. What's the last good quarterback that Brandon Marshall's had, though? Dude, I don't, Peyton Manning? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Peyton Manning, he played for the Jets after that, so he kind of really yeah. can't. That's the, <laughs> it's the Jets. 
Um, so, I mean, what do you think about the Brandon Marshall signing, Chris? I mean, like I said, it's obviously another great fit. Drew Brees does very well with those big body possession receivers in the red zone. Absolutely. Uh, Angela, what do you think about it? Uh, personally, I would love to see what he can do. Obviously, he hasn't found the team to, that he has really fit in yet. But with Drew Brees, arguably one of the top quarterbacks ever, he could, could have a resurgence of his career. Very true. Uh, and KD? Unlike, and unlike Des Bryant, he knows how to run more than one route. Fair enough. KD, what do you think about it? My intake on it, well, I think the Saints have signed a great deep ball threat here. Um, he's really most deadliest, as um, Chris said, in the red zone, or you. I forgot who said it, but it was said. Thank you, Chris. I'll take credit. Yeah, they give Chris credit. Credit to my guy, Chris. But <laughs> he's a great, and you know, he's a great red zone, you know, red zone threat. You know, he, he's gonna go up and get it, big body. Yeah, great. definitely, absolutely. Um, kind of keep it on the wide receiver train real quick. Unfortunately, another news that we have to talk about. Uh, Cooper Cup, who is one of my favorite guys to watch in the NFL right now, Had but to drop uh, him on my fantasy team. He unfortunately, you know, he tore his. ACL. Yep. So if he ever hears this, Coop, if you ever hear this, uh, we know you listen to. Yeah, we know we you listen. You a speedy All of you listen. We know you do. You yep. just don't admit it. Exactly. Come out here for an interview. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't pay you, but uh, Somebody we'll give Tom you. We'll, yeah, we can't pay you, but we'll give you hugs. Yep. We'll give you McDonald's. Yeah, we can give you McDonald's. We can do that. I give you cookies. <laughs> um, unfortunately, you know, prayers out to you, Cooper Cup. Hopefully, you can come back stronger than ever. Injuries do suck, especially you know when you're his age. And you're just now getting to the start of your career. Um, so let's kind of move off from the injury portion because, you know, we hate talking about stuff like that. True. Let's talk about Le'Veon Bell. Just uh, lost out on $14.5 million for not showing up. He lost season. out on $14.5 million, but that dude but still the, has a lot of the, money behind but, him. Hey, so Not just that, but it's also the fact you got to think about the bag that's going to get thrown at him in free agency. Bro, I saw – look, I saw a picture on Twitter the other day um, whenever this happened, and it was kind of like running down the teams who would have the cap space to do it. One of the teams just so happened to be the Tennessee, Tennessee Titans, Titans, and I'm just saying, nah, I'm saying I personally would love it. Hey, if you, want, if you want to play for cheap, dog, you just want that ring, you hit up New England. Man, of course, yep. Uh, we don't want you in Atlanta, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, you guys need a whole new team out in Atlanta. Oh, he, he, he. You know, we've had a, we've had a sluggish start this year, but... We've still proven day in, day out. We're still one of the premier teams in the league. You know, a couple games just didn't go our way. You know, a couple close scores. And some games, you know, we just get blowed out. I mean, you guys still have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, in my opinion, Matty Ice is. He's he's definitely up there. And you still have the arguably top three receiver, top, you know, one position. Arguably, yeah. Yeah. Julio, you know. He he just doesn't target him as much. Yeah, I which mean, is his fault. He's always covered, you know. If you saw the game they played a few weeks ago, you know, once you target, it shows you that once you target Julio, you yeah. win ball games. Very cookie cutter, very kindergartner thought process. Hey, throw it to your best receiver and watch what happens. Yeah, it's crazy to think about that. And then, our young stud, you know, Calvin Ridley's been producing that great. Calvin numbers. Ridley, look, I that, can actually like Calvin Ridley now because he's gone from Alabama. So <laughs> that was one of the smoothest route runners I've ever seen. He really is. He's very talented. Um, so we're not going to talk about how Le'Veon Bell is. Not, he's not going to risk injury for fourteen million, but he's going to risk injury for free playing pickup basketball. 
That's a good oh, point. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see that. That's a good point. Put on 12 points and uh, 6 rebounds. Hey, but that's a solid game, though. Exactly. What was they playing, dude? The 21? That's <laughs> yeah. a solid game. Yeah, yeah, that's over, yeah. Yeah, he had like three quarters of he, points. I mean, he playing it's light, half, though. It's over half the points, so, um, you know. Hey, man, but the thing about it, though, Le'Veon's really playing this smart. Now, it, now, in layman's terms and on surface level, it wouldn't seem smart to lose out on $14 million. But here's the thing about... But here's the thing about his situation. Pittsburgh was going to run this man into the ground. We talking about like 400 touches. And why in the world would Le'Veon get 400 touches and not have any type of contract extension in place for this? I don't know, man. It's, it's, no, type of, it's no type of benefit for it's, it. He doesn't want to play in Pittsburgh. No, he wants to play in Pittsburgh, but he needs that bag. One team I do see him playing for is Indianapolis. Because in several yeah. posts from the NFL posts on Instagram... The only time that Le'Veon Bell would, would comment on it was when something involving the Colts. Yeah, you kind of beat me to the punch on that question. Pairing him with Andrew Luck, deadly. it's a deadly combo. Kind of pairing anybody with Andrew Luck at this point would be deadly. Because deadly. Andrew, like, Andrew Luck, and me being a Titans fan, this is really going to suck to say, but you know, you got to recognize talent, which is the same thing I do with Tua, unfortunately. But... Andrew Luck, even though he's, you know, being hurt as much as he has and being in the, the amount of pain that he's been in. Thanks to O-line. He's still so good. He is really good. He was good in college. He's good now. Yeah. And it's if you just get, give him one big target and give him a running back that will take some of the pressure off him and his receivers. And O-line, first of all. Improve that O-line. That's not – the Colts are not a bad team. The only thing I don't like about the Colts is the incompetence of the front office. Of Jim Irsay. Boy, get him out of there. <laughs> they refused to draft any offensive linemen. I thought they Every- got rid of Jim Irsay. Wait, did they? I, I, I thought I, they got rid of him last year. I hope they did. But the general manager, he still refuses to draft any offensive linemen and to give Andrew Luck any help. Yeah, very He's true. still getting sacked more than, more, more than most quarterbacks in the league, and that's the reason why he's running his shoulder into the ground. Andrew Luck has lost any comments that he's had himself because of, his, because of that O-line and because of the management. Hey, uh, just real quick, uh, our uh, former big, big RA dude, like the guy who was over all of us last year, Michael, shout out to Michael. How you doing, Mike? Uh, Mike proceeded Mike. to send me a message and said that uh, Le'Veon was not going to the Colts. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate that, Mike. I, I really do. We all do. Um, we'll see you in free. We'll see you, bro. See, all right, KD. Angelo kind of beat me to the punch with the question. I was going to ask that question, but he went ahead and answered it. Who do you think? Le'Veon Bell's gonna go to. Do you think he stays in Pittsburgh? Do you think he goes somewhere new? Honestly, in my opinion, he doesn't stay in Pittsburgh. Um, honestly, I could see him going somewhere, you know, where they're out there slinging, you know, slinging it. You know, I could see him going somewhere like maybe the Chiefs, you know, to be a, you know, be a with Kareem Hunt. Yeah, but I don't know. I just I don't see them. I don't see them putting Kareem Hunt on the bench with the production he's bringing. I just think they're not. You know, yeah, just kind of like cap space. Like, do they have enough to sign him for a ways worth? Well, <laughs> exactly. Think about it. That's the big old he's question. Really, if he's really worth it, they will. But We've seen a lot of things in in, in the sports industry. They, the sports industry industry never ceases to amaze us. Exactly. That's very true. But one thing is, they are not afraid to cut ties to get that money. They are not. Who are they, who are they going to give up in order to get Le'Veon? Are if, they going to give out key old offensive linemen? Are they going to give out people in, on defense? Well, that's the I problem. think with the thing with well, the, the problem chief, is we don't know where all the money's tied up. Right. I mean, I think the problem with the Chiefs is if they if they even want to try and go after a guy like Le'Veon, 
it really depends on how far they make it in the postseason, how far they make it in the playoffs. I think that'll really decide that. Chris, where do you think Le'Veon Bell goes? As much as I hate to say this, I think Le'Veon Bell ends up a Jet. Mm, they do have a lot of money. Exactly. Uh, poor uh. they They are second in total cash space for this offseason. Uh. I think he ends up a <laughs> Oh, no, that's terrible. I mean, we've had great success in stopping Le'Veon, so I'm not necessarily worried about They're that. True. But, but I think he ends up a Jet. Uh, personally, I want to see him end up a Titan because, you know. Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> those are my boys. But if I'm honestly, if well, I'm being actually, honest. Mm-hmm. I could see him signing with Cleveland. I was just about to bring that up. Cleveland is fourth in total. They are fourth in total cap space. Seventy nine million. And I could see, I could see them signing Le'Veon because they have a really good team. It's been, it's been shown this season that they have good talent and the talent's starting to mesh. Like, yeah, they have Nick Chubb, but are you going? To pass up a talent of Le'Veon Bell exactly. over a guy that's played not even a full season yet. Exactly. Actually, now that I'm looking through this most cast-based stuff and knowing the positional needs of these teams and some of the underproduction that they're getting, I would like to change. Well, no, I'm going to stick with my answer with the Jets, but I'm going to throw out two more options. Do you have the list right now, the cap space? Mm-hmm. Yes, Go ahead and read it to them. All like right. tell tell everybody what where they are cap space wise. All right, we got Indianapolis first, obviously with 123 million. Right. Jets in second with 106 million. Mm-hmm. Buffalo with 91. Cleveland with 81. Oakland with 79. Houston with 68. Arizona with 67. And 49ers with 62. That rounds out the top eight. Okay. What about top ten? All right. Cincinnati with 58, and then the Seahawks with 57. Okay. So that's I, not bad. I think he pulls Richard Sherman, and he goes to the 49ers. I'd like to throw that out there. Because you yeah. got you, you to think about it like this. You got to think about it like this. 49ers are building something special down there. They're a good team. Exactly. They're a really good team. And I think he's going to love that pairing with Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, Jimmy they're, G. They're an overrated team. They're Jimmy. very overrated. Overrated? You, you I wouldn't say, look, I wouldn't say they're overrated. They are, they are young. Is quarterback again? Garoppolo's hurt. Who's the backup? Okay, CJ Bathara. CJ Bathara. No, no, no. I mean, no. Like, who, who's playing now? Nick Mullins. Nick, Nick Mullins, yeah. Okay, where's Nick Mullins from? Spain Park. Hey, hey, hey. Fun Missouri. fact, fun fact. Nick Mullins played here, and then he transferred. Exactly. But he played here. I think he committed here and then transferred. No, nah, but he played. I think he played a year. Did he play a year? Anybody that can back that up, if you've seen me in public, hey, tell what's me. Up? <laughs> just tell me. If you see me in public, tell hey, me. Hey, just run up on me, bro. Yeah, just run. Hey. Just run up on me. Hey, bro. Shoot me that message. <laughs> Uh, but he he did play here. Nick Mullins is actually pretty talented. He's pretty talented. He he's he's shown these talent. Where did he play at? He transferred. He he played here and I then he transferred, he transferred to. He to then, then he went. No, it was somewhere else before. He transferred so he to Sanford. He went, no, he went yeah, to San, UAB. I, no, he transferred to Sanford. It was out of Sanford and then to UAB. He tra- then it was Southern one of the two, and then he transferred to Southern Miss and played the rest of his college career at Southern Miss. Um, but yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say they're overrated. They are young. They're, I think that's the best way um, to put it. Overrated is what I'm going to stick to because you guys are saying they're a really good team when they're really not. No, I um, said they're building something here. special. Hey, look, here. hey, look here. At best, they're getting, you know, getting lucky, but they're mediocre at best, if we're going to be real now. I agree. 
And I and I'm gonna stick to those claims. Richard, well, uh, I I agree to disagree. Richard Sherman, he's not the same player as he once was since he tore his Achilles. But still a I great, he, but still a good corner. He's still one of the best defensive backs in the game. I think he's an average defensive back. Whoa! Whoa! Okay, whoa! Okay, okay, okay. Whoa! Okay. Uh, I see above average. You just tore up three different people, son. But, <laughs> but he, he he isn't great. He he hasn't gotten the speed he's which good. helped him be so elite. True. No. I mean, well, yeah, it was but more of a scheme got fit that got him that got him there. See, that's an easy fix. Covering that left side of the it, field. Hey, that's an easy fix though. You can go into Madden 19 and adjust the speed <laughs> attribute. <laughs> it's, it's an easy fix. Exactly. You're right. You're right. Put the minimum player. Hey, they got the they got the dudes on the sideline. Imagine dropping a pass and seeing that dude over there, like, the right on the, 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 the man's right keyboard. That would be wild. They, they had that dude at the, they had him at the Redskins game. Right. He had the whole jacket on. He had the jacket and everything. Clipboard. I wasn't going to put you at 99 catch, but after that catch, Nah, bro. <laughs> you, you a solid 85 Hey, catch. bro, you're going down to 79, bro. You dropped three passes. You a 62 today. acceleration. Uh, okay, so that that I guess, you know, that conversation about being mediocre, with the 49ers being mediocre. Best team in the NFL. Saints. I would say Saints would be 1A, Rams 1B. What you, KD? We have a Saints, we have Saints, we have Rams and or Saints. Well, honestly, you really got to go with who's hot, you know? And really, how many how many one-loss teams are still in the NFL? Just what? Just one, I believe. Uh, one yeah. or two. Two. Yeah, yeah, two. Those are the Rams and the Saints, right? Correct. No. Yeah. Saints have two losses, do they not? I don't think so. Uh, Take a look real quick, Chris. Yeah, 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 I'm not mistaken. Let me look. The thought, Saints are still one loss. Yeah, the Saints are definitely one loss, but what was the score of the Seahawks? Has the Kansas City only lost one game? Kansas City's only lost one game, I think. Look it up real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's my, if it's my, you know, if I was yeah, the say, Saints are one loss. Okay, Saints are one loss. We know the Rams are one loss. Yeah, I would actually say the best team in the NFL is and Chiefs is the Rams. Game. Okay, so Rams, Chiefs, and Saints are the one-loss teams. Out of those three, who I'm gonna take? Yeah. I gotta go with. I gotta go with the Vets. I gotta go with the Saints. Drew, Drew Brees is. It's a veteran. Look, we have three Saints here, right? Actually, I would like to change my answer. Oh, hold on, like we have three. Well, okay, he's gonna change his answer, but Saints are pretty much the common cross, well, like common I made, thing I made across a one the board. A, one B. Well, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams. Those guys are too young, too hungry. Too talented, too inexperienced, too. You don't have to think about that. But that's a good point. And w- any other thing about like this, with a pair of overly aggressive corners, and Marcus Peters and, and the Keith Lee, they that entire defense is knockout. But they coach staff is keeping them in check, which exactly. is something that their other teams and should Sean, not do. And basically, let's just throw a hypothetical here. Let's say Sean McVay gets suspended for something. No. We're not looking at the same Rams team. We're not. What does what what hypothetically what would Sean McVay get suspended for? I don't know. <laughs> Dude's like dude. thirty seven. I don't know, bro. Slapping a fan. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting upset, bro. He gonna get heated one day. <laughs> the reason why I would say coach that, staff member. The reason why I would say that the Rams are the best team in the NFL is the fact that they're so good offensively and defensively. Yeah, I mean they're they're but, good all the way around. But the, but the Saints, yes, their defense has improved, but they're still. Not as good compared to the Rams. Yeah, they, they are, and the Chiefs, they weren't as good really as they were last good. year. Right. They're, and the Chiefs are really not that good on defense. Most of the most of their wins is coming from their offense. See, that's been like Patrick Mahomes' whole like football career though. Every team he's been on has been explosive on offense, hey, but, but no I'll, defense. But I'll put it, I will put it like this. Better throw eight passes a game. The 
Saints do have that dub over the Rams. They, yeah, they And the do. Saints have that scheme to tear up that Rams defense. So if they and, meet in the playoffs, the that's definitely going to be a game to watch. Do the Saints and the Chiefs meet this season at any point? Does anybody know that? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I can look that up right now. Rams and No, they do not. Uh, so so if they we, meet at all, it'll be in the playoffs. Yeah. Looking forward to Ooh. that. The Chiefs and the Rams, they play this week. Yeah, they play Monday. again. Yeah. Have they already played once this year? No. Or are they play for the first time this year? First okay. Time. That'll be a game to watch. Yes, so. Yeah, Monday Night Football at 7-15. All right, yeah, that'll be a game to watch. Um. We are looking at a gunslinging shootout tonight. Yes, sir. Uh, we. They both combined for at least 70 points. Yeah. Easily. Easily. I can see it. 90 at the moves. We're going to keep it on the football trail here, but we're going to kind of move over to the collegiate side. Um, we're going to talk about the Heisman race. We have three of we have three of the biggest names in the Heisman race here that we're going to talk about. Uh, Chris, I'm going to let you say this guy's name, and I'll read the stats. But uh, I, I can't pronounce his last name. I just call him Tua. I just All say right. Tua. We have our leading Heisman candidate. There you go, Chris. Attaboy. Uh, currently on the season, Tua is 146 and 215. He has 2,525 yards. He has a 66.8 completion percentage. Uh, 28 touchdowns, two interceptions, and a 207.7 QBR. Ran uh, with the Heisman twice. <laughs> that, that's good. He That's off. really good. He, he's amazing. running away with this award, man. <laughs> That's really good. And then we have Will Greer here, uh, West Virginia's quarterback. Exactly. Uh, I would tell you who Tua plays for, but come on, you guys all know that. Um, uh, Will Greer is 207 and 300 for the season, 2,961 yards. He has a 69 completion percentage, uh, 31 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, and a 180.7 QBR. So not not terrible at all. I've seen this guy play. He he's a real deal. He's good. Greer's good, but you know he's kind of I'm kind of like Kyler Murray. Is I don't have team. I don't have any I don't really have I, a lot of respect for Will Greer after the whole steroid suspension thing. Or what did he get suspended for? It was it was he got suspended last season or the season before when is it he he played for Florida did he not? Or am I thinking of yeah, yeah. he played for Florida he played for Florida and he got suspended did he not? Well, thinking. Google is our friend at the moment. Hey, Google is Google. helping us as out big Google. time right now. I'm pretty sure it was Will Greer that got suspended. Honestly, I just don't think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be Tua easily in the Tua's Alabama running two. away with this. I think Tua's going to have the Alabama two most efficient. Well, we have one more We have one more guy to talk about. Now, this guy is electric. I will give him that. We have How, one more guy to talk about. This man about. is an athlete. He and before we do talk it. about him, uh, before we do talk about him, we have our uh, we have our fellow brother, fellow JBS. Ben, Ben's listening. Ben is listening on the radio. Say hello to Ben. Hey, Ben, what's good, baby? What's good, bro? I thought you should be in class. Never mind. Um, anyways. Don't worry. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's worry. Yeah, uh, Kyler Murray, Oklahoma's quarterback. Not only is he Oklahoma's quarterback, but he was drafted by the Oakland Athletics. Exactly. And he's going to go play for them next year. he's playing baseball. He is going to play baseball. So that shows you he's a two-sport talent, especially with what he's doing here. 175 and 247. He has a 70.9 completion percentage. 
3,038 yards, 32 touchdowns, five interceptions, and a 212.9 QBR. Football is going to miss him. Um, and if you, I mean, yeah, I can say, I, I definitely, I don't see anybody else voting for anyone but Tua. But if you look at it here. I can say alone, I've probably accounted for like 70% of Tua's votes. On yeah, Twitter. I believe it. Um, but I mean, if you look at it here, like Kyler and like Tua still has all these stats and he doesn't even play. He barely plays the second half. Barely. He barely plays the second half, so I think that's really gonna push him over the edge. Cause even though Tua, like he only plays the second half, like he's not far in yards behind Kyler Murray. He's not far behind in touchdowns. He has less interceptions than both guys. The only thing, I mean, really, like Kyler has more touchdowns, more yards, a better QB, a better QBR, and a better completion percentage, but. He's only playing the fourth quarter one time. Exactly. Yeah, Kyler Murray plays all four quarters. So you gotta and have the stats, are stats still, though. Uh, yeah, have, stats are stats to, still. But you have to think about it in the sense of like Kyler Murray is definitely more inflated due to playing time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Re- I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say he, it's more inflated because I mean, two is barely playing and he's throwing up that many stats. Like he's throwing that, up just as equal. But, but, but that's what. But, but that's what I'm saying. Right. But that's the point, though. It's because of the fact that Tua hasn't played second half. Yeah. Then it's like this. And the stats are still that close. Exactly. I mean, if that's me, like, if it's me personally, and it's not because he plays Alabama, if this was just me being unbiased and me, like, doing the whole voting scheme, I wouldn't even consider him. I mean, he's good. Yeah, he's good. And he's, you know, good, great talent. But I wouldn't, you know, if he wants to be considered, play the full game. You can't hold that against him. I mean, I wouldn't really hold him against – I wouldn't really hold it against him more than I would – but, 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 but I mean, I can respect the fact that Saban wants to keep his best quarterback. Exactly, you can't healthy. you can't hold it against any candidate, really. That's like resting Steph Curry in the fourth quarter. Exactly. Because every single game is and a loss tr- so far. And then you try and take away the, and then you try to take away an MVP award from, him, even though like he's. I mean, Clay Thompson to play in the fourth quarter. Exactly. Steph I mean, Curry, he hey, look, Clay's the best player on that this, team. I this swear. is like taking like 2013 LeBron away from like. Hey. And then like you rest him for like the last 15 games or something. Look, I'm just saying, headband Clay is the best Clay. I'm just saying. I, I don't know. China Clay's hilarious. Uh, China Clay's pretty funny. Honestly, um, I like Twister Clay. So, PBS let's, logo Clay. Let's get the let's get Twister. the honest opinion here. Angelo, we're gonna start with you. Out of Tua, Will Greer, and Kyler Murray, who is your Heisman winner? Tua, without a doubt, he's leading Alabama to the most efficient offense of all time. His just the fact that he barely plays in the in the fourth quarter and the stats still just miles ahead, and he's still keeping up with Kyler Murray, who passes a, a whole lot more than he does. Mm-hmm. Just for his efficiency alone, he should win Heisman. Okay. Uh, KD. Yo. Who's winning Heisman? I mean, I would love to just say I have a clear favorite, but like if it was up to me, like right now, you know. I, I really can't say, but I'm just going to go ahead and say right now, I'd pick Tua. I'd pick Tua, with, um, but it would be a very close race with Kyler Murray barely behind. But I think Tua will get it. I respect that. I do respect that. Chris, what do you think? Biasness aside completely, and just looking at this from a completely logical standpoint, mm-hmm. Tua's running away with it for me. 
he's, he's, compl- he's completely elevated this Alabama offense. We are we almost like an air raid offense at this point. He is we are like we are converting ridiculous stuff. Two is spinning in windows. I've probably never seen before outside of Aaron Rodgers. Good point. Yes, completely changed the culture. He's yeah. elevated his game. That our pace has changed. We've mo- we're definitely way more fast paced than we've ever been. Absolutely. We we are opening up formations and concepts and plays that we've never seen at Alabama. Yeah, definitely. Um, kind of just to finish this topic off, it's gonna be, it's gonna be flat across the board. I believe it's Tua. I believe Tua is the Heisman. I believe he's gonna win the Heisman. He's just he, he's so good and he plays so well. I mean, they play the Citadel this weekend and two is gonna be out of the game in the first quarter. So, but you know, it'll be Mac Jones time. Yeah, Mac Jones all day. Time to shine. But he's still great though. What a lot of people don't know. Yeah, he's on the team I wish for a reason. Hey man, I, I wish I wish Jalen was playing, but rest up that ankle, big boy. Yeah, rest up that ankle. Uh, we're actually gonna move on to uh, MLB here. We're going to move on to some baseball stuff. As I said that, Katie and Angelo kind of like s- slipped back. But it's not really going to be much. It's just going to be uh, kind of talking about what happened and who won what so far. Hold on, but, but quick shout out to the Red Sox. Even though I am from New York, I've always been a Sox fan. So go Sox. Congratulations. Yeah, no, you you just you just wild for that. That That's all that is. Shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, shame. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> hey, bro, you got my Tim's heated beef. Yeah, that's what my I'm Tim's saying. My Tim's heated beef. <laughs> Um, the AL manager of the year was Bob Melvin. He is the manager for the Oakland A's. Um, he had a 22 win improvement from 2017. They were 97 and 65 and they had the second wild card spot in the American league. Uh, not only that, they had the lowest opening day payroll of 2018. Mm. And, you know, they finished 97 and 65. Uh, this is his third time winning the Manager of the Year award. You can save <clears> that money and win. Let's, Obviously. Let's just hope that this one season is just not it's not a fluke. Let's, no, I mean it shouldn't be. Um, this is his third time winning the Manager of the Year award. He won it in 2007 with the Diamondbacks, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and that was the National League. And then he won it once again in 2012 with the Oakland A's. He's been managing the Oakland A's for the last eight seasons. Uh, and then this is the first winning season for the A's since 2014. I was going to say it's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. Uh, as for the National League Manager of the Year award, Brian Snitker, the manager of the Atlanta Braves, um, he, had an 18, he had an 18 win improvement from t- 2017. I think very deserving for it. Yeah, definitely, but what's even more funny about him having an 18-plus win was last year in 2017, they finished the season 72-90. and 90. This year, in 2018, they finished the season 90-72. and 72. You can't make that up. You really can't. Flipping scripts. Just completely flipped a script. Um, and they won their division, too, so that's, 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 you know, that was new for them. It's their first, it's their first playoff berth since 2013. So it's been a it's been a pretty good minute for them as well. Yep. We're gonna keep it on the Braves train here, unfortunately. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. was your National League Rookie of the Year. No one else deserved it other than Acuna. Dude had a 293, 366, 522 slash line, and he had 26 home runs and 97 RBIs. Uh, without Ronald Acuna being called up, 
I don't think the Braves make it as far the as they did. Like, I don't think they make it as far as they did. I mean, they had a really good team around him, but but Acuna elevated him. Yeah, Acuna definitely elevated him, and he's shown that he's around. He's so young too. He's so young. You gotta think about how this is gonna be like five, six years down the line. Yeah, exactly. Um, probably my least favorite award choice: Shohei Otani, American League Rookie of the Year, pitcher slash hitter. For the Los Angeles Angels. Yeah, he had high praise coming into. Coming I mean, in. yeah, they just gave him the award because he's the first player since 1919. Yeah, first player since 1919 to hit 10 home runs and pitch at least 15 innings, I believe is what it is. Um, but he finished the season with 22 home runs, 66 RBIs, and a 2.8 WAR. The 2.8 wins above replacements was fourth highest on the team. It's obvious who led that team in war is yeah. Mike Trout, best player in the world. Yeah. Um, and he pitched 51 and two thirds innings and he posted a 3.31 ERA. Um, so yeah, good for him. But my opinion. Kind of a little biased, but also a little unbiased. It should have went to Miguel Andujar because without Andujar, the Yankees don't make it as far as they did. Exactly. I mean, without Glaber Torres, they don't make it as far as they did. But you know. Don't count on my man Labor. Can't count out Labor. Um. Two special talents we got. Yeah, but I mean, Otani's a good talent. He's still young. He's coming off Tommy John. So. We're not discrediting Otani. Not discrediting him at all. It's just you know, don't think he deserved it. Sounds like you are. Well, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, kind of a sad portion here for me personally, and I know, and I know it'll hit Angelo a little bit because we talked about it the other day. Um, Joe Mauer, Joe Mauer retired officially. Played 15 years. All 15 years he played for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, he was the 2009 MVP. He had three batting titles, which is first for a catcher. So. That's really good. Uh, three gold gloves, five silver sluggers, and he had six all-star appearances. He had a career average of 328, and that's first amongst all catchers with at least 1,000 plate appearances. And he has a 408 on-base percentage, which is second among catchers. Uh, Joe Mao is by far Hall of Fame catcher. There's nothing you can tell me that will change my mind. Because I was about to say. I was in the car with Jaden, bro, and Jaden was on was kind of disagreeing with at that point. No, I mean, I, there's nothing you can do to kind of sway my sway my mind on that. Joe Mauer is by far a Hall of Famer. I mean, when he I look, might not be first ballot, but he'll he'll be a Hall I mean, of Famer. I, I mean, when I look at it, bro, I think he's deserving of it. Of course, yeah, he's definitely deserving of it. His stats prove it. Just shows how good of a player he is. He was one of the people that made the Minnesota Twins a respectable organization. He was the Minnesota Twins <laughs> for the longest. Him and Tory, like he was there, and Tory Hunter was there. Uh, he debuted in 2004, won the Rookie of the Year that year, and then went on to have a strong career. So, good luck to Joe Mauer on his future endeavors. Unfortunately, I hate to see you stop playing, but you know that time comes for a lot of people. So we're gonna move on here. We're gonna change sports. Gonna go over into some NBA. We're going to talk about the NBA here. 
Uh, first to start off, we're just going to get the sad part out of the way, unfortunately. Uh, Karis LeVert had a really nasty injury. Was on the way for a breakout season. Uh, he was definitely on the way for it a was breakout season. Extremely promising. And uh, dislocated his foot. It was a nasty injury. Seeing the video, they said he could be expected to play again this season. Could be. Could but be. I don't think it'll be a good idea if it I is. Think so. I think they don't, just need to let him ride him out. Yeah, just let him ride out the season. Let him get healthy on his own. Um, let D low carry the load. Yeah, Karis, we know you listen to this too. We know Dez and Cooper Cup do, so we know you do as well. Exactly. So we wishing you a speedy recovery too. Definitely wishing you a speedy recovery. Prayers out to you. Hopefully you can get back. Yeah, cook a Walmart cookie. Send them some Walmart cookies. No, nah, Publix is the way to go. No. Nah, nah, hey, nah. hey. Shameless, shameless plug. plug. Shameless plug. I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you know what? I'm just sending a whole fried chicken. I make myself. Publix oh, Bakery is where it's at. Ah. You like Nashville hot chicken, bro? I sent you some. I'm a fan of Nashville hot chicken. I make it. I never had it. KFC. If you're listening, KFC, endorse me. Right. Look for me, KFC Godfather. I used to work for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want the endorsement, bro. Give me the commercials. His, his Twitter name is literally KFC Godfather, guys. Like his K, his his Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Twitter oh, follow him on all of that stuff. It's KFC, KFC Godfather. Godfather. Like, Look we're not joking. I, I promise. If I, you type it in, Chris Knox will pop up above it. To, um, Type in KFC, you will see me and my family eating a whole twelve-piece bucket, mashed potatoes <laughs> and green beans. Uh, that's extra crisp, by the way. Yeah. Well, um, to clear up any confusion, I didn't get fired though. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> because of school, if everybody's wondering, I'm 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 a very model, model employee. I believe I'll 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 go back. I'll go over to Riverside and ask them how they how they feel about that. <laughs> um, so let's move on. Let's go ahead and talk about probably the biggest news of the NBA, and then we'll go on. Uh, actually, should we wait to talk about that? About what? That's what I was going to talk about. But like, let's that's get, the bigger. That's the bigger news. I think we should kind of take care of the smaller news well, first. I, I think the bigger news right now is the whole beef between what Draymond, KD. Yeah. Right now, man, everybody knows you get in the heat of the moment, you be stubborn. You only want to okay, okay. Let's talk about the Butler trade. Let's, let's talk about the Butler right, trade, then we'll go into that. This benefits everybody involved. It really does. Uh, Jimmy Butler was traded to the 76ers of all teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Jimmy Butler and Justin Patton to the 76ers. The Timberwolves... Received Jared Bayless, Robert Covington, Robert Covington Dario Sarek, and a 2022 second round draft pick. Uh, Jimmy Butler needed out of Minnesota. Exactly. Well, Jimmy Butler's really. going to get a way more opportunities, and he's going to mesh really well with Vincent. Also, one good thing about the trade is that the 76ers, they have enough cap space to re-sign him. And yeah. they don't have, really have to give up anybody. Exactly. See, I mean, they do have enough cap space to re-sign him, but then they got to think about when all these other guys need exactly, contracts. And Bede's coming up soon. Guys like Embiid and, and Simmons. And then Simmons' player option is going to kick in. Yeah. So that's something you got to think about there as well. Um, but that's CBA. So well, I mean, that player team. Option. Who do you think won this trade? I think the 76ers won this trade by far. I think Jimmy. I think Jimmy Butler's the biggest winner of this entire trade because exactly. he got what he wanted. I'm not gonna lie, but Minnesota did not get fleeced in this trade at all. I would, mm-hmm. I would say it's close. Sarge is definitely a great fit and a great pairing for Carl Anthony Towns. Because a mean, good fit for Tom Thibodeau. Bro, the first game. <laughs> Cat went out there and dominated exactly. the court. You can t- you you notice the difference in his mentality. It was the, the mental psyche that messed with him. The way he's acting, the emotion. Cat is bad now. 
The only thing I don't like about the trade is some of the possessions for the 76ers. It's going to be awkward due to spacing. When you have to account for the fact that you have Markel Fultz and Ben Simmons on the court at the same time. And that, Jimmy Butler, he's not a great three-point shooter, but he's not bad. Jimmy, so it's like spacing's um, not going to be horrible, but still, there's still going to be some awkward possessions. And another thing I don't like about the trade is that the bench has become even more thin, which was already a problem for the 76ers. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good point. Really good point, actually. Um, but I don't my, think the spacing is going to be that much of an issue, for real. Mm-mm. In my opinion, they should have kept Covington and St. Fultz. But especially Honestly, especially would, with the way that Ben Simmons act and Ben Simmons ball with Ben Simmons court vision, it's gonna be constant. It's gonna be constant off ball cuts. That's gonna counteract space and Covington was easily a top ten two way player. Exactly. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Marco Pulls, what is he doing? Pump fake, pump fake free throws. And Jimmy, and Jimmy shooting thirty seven percent from three. Oh that's my not, that's goodness. Not bad. Exactly. Mar- he's, Mar- he's borderline at forty, bro. Yeah. Markel Fultz had me dying when I saw that. The he, other he, look, did, he did announce that. He said that the ball slipped. Which I so which he, watching he that on video. He had to do what he had to do. But I don't really, I don't think. I don't I'm it. watching the video. I do believe that. Yeah, I, I do believe it. But I, at the he time, I was laughing my tail off. He did it twice. It, um, I got some real Chuck Hayes flashbacks. So we, we're kind of, we've, we've got like 15 minutes left. And we still have a couple things to talk about. So we're going to move on from that. Um, Carmelo Anthony. I still think he's viable for an NBA team. I don't know what team that is. I have Where three, is he going? I have three teams. First, Cleveland Cavaliers. He can still get buckets, and that way the Cavaliers can I, still secure think, a top pick, a.k.a. Zion Williamson. I got one, too. Also, the Charlotte Hornets. The, the Charlotte Hornets are desperately of offense outside of Kimball Walker. Yeah, my boy and, and the Warriors, because he can just ride on the bench, get a towel, and still not be labeled as the team killer. Yeah, so, no, I, I, that's where I think he's going. I think he's going to Golden State. He's just. But will the Warriors sign him? Like, here, do the Warriors, the Warriors will sign him, and Carmelo will accept. Somebody the, who. He will accept the bench I'll throw line. Out a team that I think is a much better fit than all three teams that you ended up naming. No disrespect to you, Jello, but my biasness aside, because I really don't want him here. Even It's my team. I don't want him there, but I think Carmelo ends up on the Miami Heat. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Eric Spolster knows how to get the exact best out of these older veterans. Plus, here's the thing about the Miami Heat. We are great with player development, and we will hold Melo accountable for his weight issues. Because a lot lot of Melo's issues comes from the fact that he's out of shape. And him and D-Wade are really good friends still, aren't they? Exactly. Banana boat. (laughs) Banana boat. One thing is, like, his skill set had – the thing that made him so great, he's deteriorated that so much. And it kind of for the fact that he just doesn't shoot three-pointers – and he doesn't play defense. He's lost his place as a good role player. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I not, I, I would see that. Not necessarily. I would see he has a good it's, a lot, it's a lot of dudes on teams that are role players now that fit that mold. I just feel like per. I just feel like he's gonna go to Golden State. I think. I he, really do. I think he goes to Miami. He's gonna Sacramento. he's gonna accept the league minimum. He's gonna sit on the bench, get whatever playing time he can get, yeah. and squeeze away with a title. He's just gonna be another snake in the Golden State grass. Oh, you just had oh. to say that. I'm just, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying. No, no, He's gonna be another yeah, snake in that Golden State to, grass. You just had to throw a get the lawnmowers out. Slithering across that golden bridge. No, get the lawnmowers. Yeah. Russ is not a good te- teammate, like with Kevin Durant. They. Russ t- took the ball away from him in the fourth quarter when Kevin Durant needed it because he's a much better scorer than Russ. All the time, that's true. Russ is, is I would say a smarter scorer. In the How, yeah, I would say smarter. 
if he if, be honest, if Katie was more aggressive, it'd be. That, but that's always been his problem. It is. At, 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 that, at that time, that was his main issue. Yeah, that main issue is what? Wait, he could have he could have won a title. He could have won a title in Oklahoma. You have twenty million dollars with a contract. Buy yourself a brush and a do rag. Get you some grease in your head. What is you doing, bro? Your head look like ground beef. What is you doing? I can help you, my brother. Wave, bro. Brush, brush, do rag before you go to sleep. Oh, Westbrook no. Does, does not play wing basketball. I do not think he's going to win, by the way. He just does. I'm just. Win. Dude, Kevin no, Durant's head look, look like somebody they took an AR-15 or Patrick Graves. They could have won a title in Oklahoma City. I'm I'm not getting over that. They they could have won one there. He could have won one there. He could have won one with Russ. One, one thing I do, like, one thing I do think about Steph Curry being out and the Warriors, do, they have been struggling a little bit more because they've been relying more on Kevin Durant. I think this like their recent struggles and the and the confrontation between him and Draymond Green, it confronts Steph. It was I would say that Steph Curry is the second best player in the league, just for the fact that how well Steph Curry can elevate his teammates. He doesn't make just make the teams better, but he makes the players themselves better because after they signed Kevin Durant, you you would think that everybody's stats would go down, but everybody's stats stayed about the same. Well, let me put it like this: it's not the fact that Curry's making the players better; it's the fact that the execution is better in Golden State. You have to think about it. He's playing with talent. And and he knows and he's playing with guys who know how to get it done and guys who fit that scheme. Execution's just so much better than Golden State. Um, since you mentioned you mentioned Draymond and KD, so before we go into that, uh KD wants uh we we're shouting out old Jamal Gregory, aren't yeah, we? Shout out, to, shout out to Jamal Gregory for making Sports Center top ten, you know, number two. Which chase down block. Making Chase you uh, proud. Yeah, making us proud, you know. Number two on the top ten for Sports Center. And yes, that's sir. a tough loss. But we're still proud of you, man. Exactly. Be looking out, bro. Y'all gonna oh, bounce yeah. back. Y'all gonna shake back. Can't wait to have another home game. Be there to support you guys. Y'all gonna kill it this season. I mean, we would have came and supported you guys, you know, these past few games, but that's a lot of traveling, dog. And we college students, we broke. Exactly. Y'all know how that be. I, mean, I, I ain't got a jet line around. Yeah, no, nah, we ain't, we ain't, we just I, ain't got we I'm ain't got bad. private jets not, sitting around no way. Um, so Draymond, KD, a lot of beef. Draymond decided to question KD's free agency approach. Yeah, his free agency approach. Um, and said some other things. Got suspended for a game with no I will, pay. I will throw this out here because an article did came out like 20 minutes before the show. Mm-hmm. An anonymous Warriors player believes now at this point because of what Draymond did, ain't no way KD coming back now. I would say the exact opposite. I think Draymond Green's leaving, like once he becomes a free agent. And honestly, I think both leave. I mean, Draymond will be the first one out the door because you know their biggest asset is Steph. I mean, both of them have. One of them got a ring because he was drafted by the team. Was Draymond drafted by the team? Yes, yes he was second round. Second round, he was acquired from the Brooklyn Nets. There you go. See, like Draymond was drafted by the, the team Billy King era. and the worked. You know, he he was with the team the entire time. He got his ring. KD slithered his way to Golden State and got that <laughs> ring. Got two of them actually. And I'm tired of the disrespect. I'm just saying. Throw some lime on him and he'll I melt, mean, bro. But he did win the Finals MVP with both times. Yes. I mean, so that does mean you know you're you're doing something. It's not like he just sitting he's back. Carrying, he's carrying his weight. Yeah, yeah. and he's leading. Like he's co-leading. I'll say that. 
There's two captains of it. To be honest, I, I do think that Steph Curry should have won last year for a Finals MVP. But okay, he had that one game. Just now, I'm just he saying. Had, he had multiple games. Just saying, Katie's snakes in the there. grass, dog. Anyways, uh. I think both leave. You think both leave? I think both leave. Now, number one, they already said. Now, this is the most ridiculous thing that the Warriors possibly could have done, and they already said screw this dynasty stuff. When they were saying they weren't gonna pay Draymond. What you talking about, guys on Golden State who you have to throw that bag at? Draymond's at the them. top of the list. Draymond. He's one of the Andre best defensive players. One of the best defensive guys. You notice. In the league. You notice how these guys play on defense without Draymond being there as that vocal leader and the basketball genius that he is. Yeah. I would say that Draymond is the best player, defensive player in the league. Oh, you, oh, hey. He's hey. one of them. He's hey. a defensive anger. He's the reason why. He's one of them. So he locked down one-on-one, bro. He's, he plays great team defense. He gets everybody but in line and position. Just because he doesn't get a lot of blocks. No, does not no. does not make the just doesn't make him worse on defense. But to say he's the best defensive player in the look, league. Yes. Okay, okay, Over look, Kawhi, okay, look. Yes. Kawhi, a, a, okay, A D and Okay, A D is the best okay, A D is one of the best team defensive guys. Anthony Davis is Kawhi a beast Lennon is in obviously general. the best on ball defender. Yes. But Draymond is the is all three. He can do everything, and that's what makes him so elite on defense. Okay. And that's what makes him the best defensive player in the league. But that's what makes him the best defensive okay. player, because he's okay. all three of them. Okay, since you guys want to go, asking you this. Okay, this guy, he's been around forever, so I'm just going to throw his name in there. Okay, there's 10 seconds left. Not knowing what we've known in the past, mm. we just see these guys' stats, mm. and we're thinking, compared to who to who, you know? Yes. So, you have KD coming down the court. Exactly. They're down by two. Go. No, 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 no. It's a tied ball game. Okay. Game seven of the NBA Finals. Uh-huh. Who are you going to want to guard him? LeBron or Draymond? Because you guys just seem to forget about King James, even though LeBron, LeBron does not play defense. LeBron plays defense. So. I'm putting LeBron not, on him all day. He, he just you. can't steal. No. Jello, stop. Jello, stop this mess. Draymond Look, stop this the other day when you said LeBron James is not the best player in the league is when you were wrong. I want to smack you in the face the minute you had said this. You needed to be punished, sir, <laughs> no, by the wrath no, no, of God. This year, he is not the best player in the league. But no, 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 it's not a year no, thing, bro. No, no. He is the best player the in best the league. Player. You cannot be the best in the world at anything because of one season. He is the best in the world. That's not how that works. He hasn't played defense since he came back to Cleveland. Yes, and he does, I, sir. He conserves energy. He has to do it when he needs to. He's 33. You're going to conserve energy. He didn't, he didn't do it in the playoffs point. other okay, than that um, chase down block. Yes, I mean, he did, sir. I mean, but even though I am the biggest KD fan in the world and I hated LeBron James for the longest, that chase down block to seal – I mean, to set up, but that Kyrie three, even though people say Kyrie bailed him out, but to, you know, that block. Without that, that three, they still win by one. But oh, yeah. who's to say they wouldn't have got the rebound off that, if he would have made it, got fouled, you know, the layup? Yeah. Good point. He could have made a three. He, Good you know, point. It could have been always been. They, they could have put more pressure on the three-point shooters knowing they needed a three. Exactly. Okay, so before we move on, we all kind of agree that Draymond and KD are both going to leave. We We have that feeling. But if they do leave, Chris, where do they go? KD, I believe goes. I believe KD goes to LA. Draymond, I think, goes to the Magic. Okay, KD goes to LA. Yes. Which LA team? Lakers, of course. 
I don't want him playing for my Lakers. I don't. I think y'all. I, I don't want it. Look, man, I think y'all. I think y'all gonna have to do something with Brandon Ingram. One team I would like to see Draymond Green play for is the Dallas Mavericks. Dan Smith Jr., Wesley Matthews, Luka Doncic, DeAndre Jordan, and Draymond Green. DeAndre Jordan is like, he's 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 just he's not a good teammate. He's a he's a bad locker room teammate apparently from what I've read. No, 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 I think you're talking about Dwight Howard. Anyway, well, both of them. so you say KD goes to the Lakers and you say Draymond goes to the Magic. Yes. Okay. Uh, not bad. I like it. I think Draymond says screw all the team fit stuff and I want him throwing me the biggest bag. Fair enough. KD. Because Draymond's absolutely deserving of it. Mister Mister Ragland. Yes, sir. Where do you think KD goes? Where do you think Draymond goes? All right, well, for KD, it's two teams to me just because of these two. Well, it's possibly a good – well, nah, throw that team out. It's only two teams to me, in all honesty. So, you guys know that KD is from D.C. Yeah, so he Wizards, could go to – because that was talked about big before he went to Golden State. But another team, in my opinion, who – he had to have a superstar, but he just needs that, you know, that guy to come help. My favorite point guard, you know, Kimba Walker. You know, he's very slept on. The Hornets could I be love Kimba, man. If, I mean, they they have young talent in Malik Monk and he Jeremy Lamb. He is Lamb. nice. I think Kimba might leave. Nah. Kimba's going to stay. They, they're going to throw him a contract. He, yeah, he's a franchise. He's a franchise player. The deserve him. They he need refuse. help. That's all it is. That's all. Yeah, put and people no around him. Give him help. Put people Tyler around him. Time all. My guy. Exactly. Time goes What? You can't necessarily. Michael Keith Gilchrist is going to help him? No. It wasn't like, good. <laughs> no, I mean, Kid Gilchrist is some KD? help, but it's not on offense. Was he KD or Draymond? He was not. Oh, also, Draymond. I can see Draymond going. Kid Gilchrist is a, is a Draymond I, to that shot. If, if you want to be a defensive team, I, I could see him going to someone like the Jazz. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. Jazz are not a bad team. They're so, not. But they, may, they might need, like, a big piece. They might need that one big piece. Draymond yeah. could be that you one know, big Rudy piece. Go Bear, Jay Crowder. Mm-hmm. You know, who's he going to give up with, though? Because they could give up. They're going to give Donovan Mitchell, whoever his contract is up. They're gonna have to pay him. They're gonna He's gonna get. They're not gonna, gonna have to worry about Mitchell for a minute because they're gonna have the team, the two-year team. They option. have the team options. But it's like, who are they gonna give up? Because I don't know how well they're doing cap space wise. Oh, they can easily give up what Joe Ingles. Oh yeah. They NBA oh, players. Ingles is nice though. Yeah, but here's the thing. You could be a terrible. You, you need the You could be a terrible NBA win. player and make twenty million a year. Concession so. dudes are making twenty million a year. Exactly. True. All right. Well. So. Okay, so you have KD going to the Lakers, and you have him going to the Ma- and you have Draymond going to the Magic. You have KD going to either uh, DC or Charlotte. Charlotte, and then you have Draymond going to the Jazz. You see him going to the Jazz. Angelo, where do you see KD going? Where do you see Draymond going? Uh, personally, I like to. I think KD is gonna stay. Okay. Just for the fact that with Draymond leaving, he's gonna be able to get more money. Okay. I don't think he's gonna stay there. I don't think he's gonna stay with the Warriors his, his entire career. I think once the dynasty ends or starts hanging down, that's when KD will leave. Which who knows when that will be. But I would like to see Draymond Green to go to either the Magic because how good they are defensively, they have a lot of defensive potential. Yeah. And I would like to see him go to the Mavericks. Okay. Well, okay, so... Well, this is my first time. Because Rick Carlisle, yeah. he's a really good coach. Um, and I think he, he can give out the best in him. I see KD leaving. I see him leaving. Okay. It's hard to really think, or it's hard to really, you know, figure out where he's going to go, but I could see him definitely going to D.C. I can see him going home, playing with John Wall and Bradley Beal. I can see Draymond... Where I long he lost. I see Draymond staying. I don't see him going away from Golden State for right now. Um... Uh, 
So we're almost out of time here. But this is my first time doing this. I want to do a little quick transition to the, one of the topics that I said we should have spent the most time yeah, on. Yeah, and we, we didn't really get to it, unfortunately, unfortunately but I was actually right. about to mention that yes. before we went off the air. Everybody, we need y'all there for the JSU KSU game. Show up to JSU KSU SunTrust Park. Pull up deep. It, you you know look, what? Throw some look. paint on you. Paint up, too. Don't matter, bro. Bring hot dogs. Bring a grill out. Do whatever, tailgate, bro. Make it look like a block party. Because we are not letting Kennesaw State get away with the crap that they've been trying to get away with. Ooh-wee. We finna be on them, boys. We about to be on them. Um, now... Let's throw off some predictions for the score. Uh, uh, what do you think? I don't know. I think we walk away. I think it's gonna be a close game. I I'll think, give it 24-17, JSU. I think we. I think we. I think we win 28-21 and about 35-28. Okay, Katie, what do you think? Um, honestly, I could see us having a shutout. Could you? you? Know, a low-scoring shutout, but a shutout at that. You know, maybe a good 24-0. 24-0, not bad. And I, and Angelo, I, what do you think? And maybe make this a little bit more easier for the predictions. We are basically like polar opposites. Yeah, basically. very polar opposites. They run the triple option. We, we run the... We're, we're, like a, we're a little bit more pass-heavy now. Definitely more about Now at this point. Personally, I would say... 2110. 2110 JSU. Yep. All right, guys. So next week we will not be live on the air, but uh, we we're actually leaving for Thanksgiving break. A lot of us are. So hope everyone has an amazing Thanksgiving break. Uh, next tell week. Tell your whole family listening to this show. Tell them to listen. We need all the listeners. Tell, um, tell that homeless dude outside of KSC listening to us, bro. I don't know how he's got an iPhone. Give him an iPhone. Just give him something hey, to listen to. Hey, we got this Brian Exactly. Yeah, like, we got Dez Brian Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Like I was saying, uh, next week. Show, the whole Atlanta Falcons team. I got my pastor back home listening. Like I said, next week we will not be live on the air on 91.9, but we will have an episode recorded, and it will be with two different people. Chris will not be there, unfortunately, and uh, but I will not go without a show. It will be uploaded to Podbean. And we can make sure that you'll have a – just search Ballin' with Baldy. You will be able to see it, listen to it there. So. I'm sorry, people, but I got to be in my family. I know y'all love me. <laughs> so uh, we're going to get off here. I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Spend time with your family. Eat a lot of turkey. Eat some pumpkin pie and watch some greens. football. Eat some greens. Walk it big. It's swole. And remember, we got bean, greens, potatoes. <laughs> be, bean, sure to, green, potatoes, tomatoes, be sure to chicken, listen to the show tomorrow uh, or next nine. week. You guys have a great rest of the day. Governor Jerry Brown today praised